let everyone know they're being recorded. Thank you everyone. for letting me know I'm being recorded. You are being recorded. Being recorded? Being recorded. The recording has started. That's a lot of recording. Not to be mistaken with recorders. No. <laughs> okay, let's get this show on the road. Hit it, friends. Set your phasers to sexy. talking loki and we're going to be talking some news and we're probably going to be talking well at least jen and i are going to be talking about our trip to chicago and uh yeah a bunch of stuff but before we get that far uh we have ryan hello we have jen hi and we have kevin i'm here so uh, I thought I'd share this. The, this is wait, probably wait. Be... Wait, who are you? Oh, I'm Brent. That's right. Thanks, Brent. Who? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so I I thought I would uh, bring this up as this came up at the comic shop today, and this is probably going to be one of those like slightly reoccurring segments. And if you're listening to this, uh, older lady who called the store. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 yeah, I am making fun of you a little bit. If you're listening but, to this older lady that called the store, we're not talking about you. It was a different older lady different that called the store. Lady. So uh, Mark gets a call and he has to, like, I'm on my lunch and he has to tell me about this. So it was a lady who wants to bring in, she has a bunch of old comics. She wants to bring them in, I guess, to sell to the store. Which, you know, we get that a lot. That's what we do. But, so, I th- I'm i not sure if the, I want to say this was, like, the second call. She calls back, and I just kind of hear some things with what Mark's saying. I'm like, this isn't making any sense. So, he comes back and tells me the, this lady, this very nice-sounding lady, um, wants to sell his comics, but apparently some might have mold on them. Oh, which is like it, it comes with the territory. Yeah, of course it does. But she followed up with like any idea how to get that off, and Mark's like, "Well, it's pretty well in there if it's in there." And followed up with her saying, "Well, maybe I'll just put it in the microwave for a little bit." And that. Should- <laughs> oh. <laughs> and because Mark, um is a human being and doesn't like people dying in house fires <laughs> suggest that this was maybe not the most prudent of things to do. Oh boy. <laughs> and this sparked off like another, like a whole discussion because like, first of all, most comics will spark a little bit because they have metal <laughs> staples in them. Right. 
Yeah, you have to take the oh, staples yeah. out. Yeah. So, two, I don't think cooking things in the microwave gets rid of mold. You just get <laughs> cooked mold. You, you just mean get the radiation mold. doesn't kill it? I, I don't think so. Not at that point. Oh, maybe that's why that cheese tasted funny. <laughs> <laughs> because you wrapped it in a comic book? No, because it had mold on it. Jeez, Brent. Come on. I was I was playing along there. Jeez. So third, because we we figured that like, okay, the staples will definitely spark because it's metal in the microwave. However, do you think one of those 90s chromium covers would be like really bad? <laughs> oh. Well, you know, you can get cheap microwaves from like Value Village. So I think that we need to do an experiment. And Lord knows, I know where I can get a $2 copy of something that is covered in whatever the chrome ink is made out of. I, I think... just bagged and boarded a Magnus, Magnus Robot Fighter number 25 today, so... I think if you told Mark what our, about the experiment, he may donate it to the cause. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the record and say True North Nerds does not encourage any of our listeners to no. microwave anything that is not, not microwave comic books. <laughs> PSA for your local friendly neighborhood <laughs> comic shop. Do not microwave your comics. That might be the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with that out of the way, um, Ryan? Yes? What do you have in the news this week? Okay, so since our last episode, um, we've had some very sad news happen um, they say bad news happens in threes, and well, I've got three for you. Uh, started off with actor Burt Young, who's best remembered, I'm sure, from all of you, uh, from his role in the Rocky films. Um, he was uh, the, the brother-in-law. Uh, Polly, thank you. I, was say, I knew the name and I lost it. Uh, he passed away at the age of 83. Uh, followed up the other day by actor Richard Mole. Um, some of you will remember him as Bull from Night Court. And if you do, you are showing your age. The rest of you may know him or not, not even realize he was the voice of Harvey Dent Two-Face on Batman, the animated series. Yep. See, uh, I didn't know that until Mark Hamill posted a, a, a something about um, like his condolences. Yeah, I and didn't I know it like, until Brent told me in the store yesterday. <laughs> yeah. He was all other various um various characters as well. Sometimes you just hear him as like random thug number two or yeah. or passerby number four. That was that was pretty standard for uh, Batman the animated series. Yeah, so it was. Like, even Mark Hamill does like a half a dozen voices in the show. Well, Especially, like, you already have these great voice actors that can change their voices. You got them there in the sound booth already, right? Might as well yeah. pay them a little bit to get an extra character out of them. Yep. I love I love Night Court, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. It's still a show that it bugs me that it's not on a streaming service that I have. I Did anybody watch the new Night Court? I have not. No. No, but because, I want to. Yeah. Um, I did. It's not bad. Um, but, it's not good, but it's not bad? 
Well, no, it's it's uh, it's tough to even compare it to the original because it's been so long. Right. Um, yeah. But you know, it's that it's that same type of feel. It has it's it's no, it wasn't bad. Uh, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen though either. Uh, I kept waiting though to see if if like he would show up. And from oh. what I from the episodes I saw, and I'm pretty sure I saw most. I might have missed the last couple. Uh, he never made a guest appearance. So. No. Um. It's kind of sad, and uh, in a, like a weird way, I wouldn't be surprised if this is this will now sort of like affect completely like older people tuning into the next season of the show because now there's like sadly out of the main cast there's only two still living and that's one of them's on the show Dan mm-hmm. Larroquette and the other is Marshall Warfield like those are the you mean John Larroquette or John Larroquette yeah because he, he plays Dan that's yeah. right yeah but they're the only two of the main cast who are still among the living unfortunately yeah yeah and still, I I don't think they've had a Brent Spiner cameo yet either. Oh, that would be great. He they they, sh- they have to at some point. I want an update on those hillbillies and what <laughs> misfortune is currently <laughs> dropping upon them. But uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's too bad. And then and yeah. then we get to the third one, which is also quite sad. Yes, uh, just last night we got the news that uh, Canadian actor uh, Matthew Perry was found uh, deceased at his home. Mm. In his mm. jacuzzi? I think yeah, I read. Hot, uh, that's what TMZ tub. is currently reporting. Yeah. That's that's the reports that I've heard too. Uh, they're saying he drowned. Yeah. Which it'll be interesting to find out what would have caused him to drown in his jacuzzi. Yeah. Because there had to have been something, you would think. Yeah. But, uh, you, know, it would, you know, best known for, you know, his role in Friends. Uh, he was also, uh, was he not a semi professional tennis player at one point for representing Canada on the tennis oh, tour? Uh, in his early I, early did, I did not know that, like, at I. all. If that he was is a true. really. Really, um, you can double check it. I'm almost like, I, for some reason, I, that's in my head that he was a really good t- tennis player when he was young, and that he almost made the tour, or at least you know, try almost made the. Yeah, Olympics. because uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, practiced tennis for often for ten hours a day and became a top ranked junior player in Canada with the yeah. possibility of a tennis career. Uh, at 15, he moved from Ottawa to Los Angeles, and the competition became tougher, which yeah. actually quite makes sense, right? Because well, <laughs> you have a lot That's more just money. Game. Yeah. Yeah. He also uh, went to elementary school with our current prime minister. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. So that was our three. So hopefully... The rest of the Hollywood safe for a little while. Yeah. I also remember him uh, from possibly like one of the saddest sitcom moments in my memory. Is he played, uh, oh, I'm not sure what her character was named, but he played the oldest daughters in Growing Pains. Oh, uh, yeah. Tracy. Boyfriend. Yeah, Tracy Ullman, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No, Tracy Ullman's the comedian. 
that. Tracy Gold. Tracy Gold. Tracy I think Gold. it was Tracy something. <clears throat> I don't remember the character's name. Yeah, so he uh, he played... Oh, Carol. That was the character's name. He played uh, her boyfriend, and they uh, get hit by a drunk driver, and he's going to make it, or they think everything's fine, but I guess the doctor sort of sucked, and he had internal bleeding. Oh. And he like he dies off screen kind of thing when they come in and like find out that he's dead. And I just remember that like from my childhood, like being so sad. <laughs> I you know what that clip popped up. I was watching like <clears throat> Mojo's top twenty things that they don't show anymore, saddest moments on TV or something like that. And that came up. And yeah, it was very sad even now with like no context. Mm. It was just a really well acted scene. I didn't even remember him from that show. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think the death of Matthew Perry's hit a lot of people, especially in our age group, pretty hard. Um, yeah. Just because we all grew up on with friends. Well, most of us. And mm. he wasn't, he's not, he wasn't that much older than a lot of us. Um, no, I think yeah, he's only two years older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was about 54. Yeah. I think that's what it said. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're getting old. Yeah, we are. Speak for yourself. Nope. Uh, speaking of people that never get old, <laughs> there's a segue, kids. Um, Is that what you call that? That's what I call that. Okay, um, just checking. We <laughs> have been told when the Doctor Who 60th anniversary episodes will be released. The first episode is coming out November 25th. The second, December 2nd. The third, December 9th. (coughs) And to go along with this, we got another trailer. So does this mean I got to catch up on all my Doctor Who by then? No. I don't think you need to have caught up on no any Doctor Who other than you saw the last, the the end of the David Tennant run, right? Yes. When he wiped Donna's mind? Yes. I think you're Then there you go. You're good. Okay. I you really may do not have know a few it. people, but well, well, I guess like the I, people from the unit that show up, I guess they didn't really interact with uh, this, the last doctor. They were more the old man doctor. Um, the, 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 the last episode of Doctor Who had Kate Lethbridge Stewart in it. It was the whole unit thing because oh, Ace yeah. and Tegan from the old Oh, series. that's right. Yes. I'd forgotten about that. It's been so long since I've seen the end of the series. Um, I really but yeah. do have shit. So I, 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 I got um, how many seasons did did she do as the Doctor? Three. I think I'm either in the second one or the third one. Oh, okay. I know I've definitely watched a full. I think I might have watched. I might be in the third one. I have to look. I had to buy all the Blu-rays. <laughs> Yeah, this announcement with the uh, announcement of the new episodes coming to Disney Plus has no mention of whether the run of the of the show is going to end up on Disney Plus. There's no mention about the streaming rights for the show at all. That would save me some money because I already have Disney Plus. Yeah. Although I probably want it on DVD anyway or Blu-ray because I have all the other ones on Blu-ray. Well, I was going to say yes. I've got the David Tennant run on. DVD and, and, and or Blu-ray, yeah. and then I picked up the uh, Matt Smith, right? Matt Smith, yeah. 
his run in like a, one of those sets that they had at Walmart, real cheap at one point. I got his whole run. Um. So yeah, so I got half of the new stuff. I got my favorite parts of the new stuff. Yeah, I have almost all of it. I'm just looking to see what the last one I bought was. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can look forward to hearing us talk about Doctor Who in the near future. And then the last little bit of thing that's, that I have was there's, uh, so let's you know, file this one in the rumors and reports section. Uh, there are reports of a live action Gargoyles reboot coming to Disney Plus. Oh, that sounds awesome. It sounds expensive. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like Disney, you know, they're not, you know, We've, from what we've seen, it's not like Disney's af- you know, afraid to spend money on stuff. No. But uh, I think live-action Gargoyles could be pretty cool. I'd be I'd settle for just a continuation of the cartoon, like some new episodes. Uh, and it's perfect timing for this report, because I just, thanks to Brent and Ed, have now completed the collection of Gargoyles that I was looking to buy, and now I can be like, I'm done. I've got the main gargoyles. I've got the two main humans. I'm done. Nice. And I just unpackaged them a little while ago, so I was, you know, I was playing around with them before, after dinner tonight. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, anyone else got any news? Like I said, it's, it was a light week for me. Uh, yeah. I've got. A, a small one. It's a show announcement that I saw the trailer for that I got to admit I'm now trying to decide whether I get Paramount Plus just to watch. Uh, Yeti Lee from the, the band Rush has a show coming out called Our Bass Players Human 2. And it's him going around and hanging out with other famous bass players and doing things. Like uh, Chris Novoselic from uh, Nirvana. Uh, they apparently in the clip that was shown online. Uh, can some beats or some such thing. <laughs> so yeah. It's it's him hanging out with him. And Les Claypool from Primus. And I think Robert Trujillo from uh, Metallica. Like It looks like a fun series. Getty has a very good sense of humor. So... Uh, it the, the trailer really like sold me on like oh I really want to see this, but do I need another streaming service? <laughs> so. Well, Paramount does have all of the Star Treks except for yes Fox. that that is true. Um, and there are other things on there as well. Yeah, I know. Watch really, but <laughs> yeah, but it's like where do you draw the line? Of, on, like, how many yeah. services you get, right? Yeah, I hear you. Like, we're only at three? And that almost seems like too much as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm at, like, six. Oh, it, we, most, we mostly just watch YouTube. Well, as you say, you pay for three, and then there's all the free ones, too, right? That, that's also yeah. true. Also, you know what I do? I pay for a year at a time, and then I don't think about it. Yeah. Because no. it's not there coming out of my bank every month. 
And even I just resubscribed to Netflix at the lowest tier, the tier with ads. Yeah. And even that doesn't have that many ads on it when I watch it through my Apple TV. And I bought a $50 um, Netflix gift card. And so Netflix is paid for for six months. So there you go. Yeah, I keep thinking I'm going to cancel Netflix and then I, I don't. <laughs> I probably should. Because every now and then something comes along and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd like to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Or I want to rewatch that or, yeah. Yeah. And there was something announced. There's something announced for Netflix too that, like, because we were talking about getting rid of Netflix, and there was something announced that I'm like, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I don't know. Well, that you know, we never know if Sandman's going to come back on it again, or mm-hmm. it should be eventually. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, have to wait for the radio- uh, the actor strike to resolve itself first, though. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so I guess that's it for news, kids. Yeah, that's about all I've got. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want us to talk about our trip, or should we talk about Loki first? Let, I want to hear about your trip first. Okay. Um, so, Jen and I... About the toy show first. Jen and I traveled to <laughs> Illinois, um, specifically the Kane County area for the Kane County Toy Show, or formerly Kane County Toy Show, I believe it's called the Chicago. Yeah, the Chicago Toy, Toy Show. Show. You can go um, to chicagotoyshow.com. Now, they claim it's the biggest toy fair in North America. So, wow. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. I'm like, I don't know if it is, but it's definitely big. So it's hard to, you know, dispute it. argue with them. Yeah. It's huge. It's... Now, we watched a toy video today where the guy said it was like seven, eight buildings. And it really depends on, like, the main building. I think you can section it off into three buildings. But, like, it's very large. Like, our feet were killing us by the end of the day. Oh, yeah, for days afterwards. I have I have uh, plantar fasciitis, so I can't really walk that much on the best of days. But I hear you. Oh, God, it was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Like my feet just stopped hurting yesterday. <laughs> mm. So, but worth uh, it, completely yeah. worth it. What kind of a venue is it in? It's an agricultural complex. Like oh. all the buildings are are named after the animals that would be contained therein when during a farm show at the county fair. Yeah, right. like yeah. there's a swine building. There's poultry, <laughs> poultry, Rabbit. but. Uh, yeah, I guess it, there's like nine buildings. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, it, mm-hmm. we had gone a number of years ago, and this is our second time. Uh, Jen's first time not, like, being sick. <laughs> I was so sick. <laughs> this time, uh, not so much. It was just the, the painful feet. But I really loved it. I, I think that it's, I mean, okay, so it started off with, like, a 12-hour drive down to Illinois because we stopped frequently to shop and or stretch mainly um, stretch so mainly stretch. i wasn't like paralyzed by the time we got there yeah but we knew it was going to take that long so you know we gave ourselves the time we knew it was going to be the full day mm-hmm. um and then uh the sunday was the toy show and we were it was it goes from eight until three and we were there from eight until three <laughs> um and it's just it's so busy there's so much to see 
it's overwhelming at times. Um, we decided to wear face masks for this because not not necessarily because of COVID, although that is always still a risk. Um, right. We mostly just didn't want to get cold sickness um, or con sickness, I should say, because um, neither of us have sick days left after taking this trip. So we didn't want to spend the and we didn't want to spend the rest of our trip sick. Right. Um, so that was that was good. We were we're wearing masks. Um, it's just it's overwhelming. There's just so many things to see. You only really have time to go through all the buildings once. Mm -hmm. And if you're lucky, you might be able to sneak back at the end to maybe go to one or two places if you remember where they were and what you saw. Um, right. But basically, it's like if you see something, you should buy it. <laughs> uh, at least because you might not get back around to it. Yeah, at least for the stuff that I buy, because I mean, I was mostly looking for vintage uh, girls toys from like the 80s, like Barbies and um, my little pony and rose petal place and that kind of stuff so mm -hmm. i knew that it wasn't going to be like well if it's not at this table or if i find it at one table the odds of me finding it someplace else are pretty low because it's they're scarce to begin with but brent was able to kind of price match a little bit better because he was looking for more uh i guess common toys is <laughs> probably mm -hmm. a good way to say it so he knew that, you know, if this table had it for this price, it's possible that in another building, another table might have it for a different price. So he was able to go back and pick up uh, one or two things uh, after we saw everything. But um, I still managed to buy a ton. <laughs> yes. Um, it, one of the, uh, the so Jen got I what I would say is the the steal out of the two of us. And I don't like it's not a line I collect, but like, oh, the the, the supposed provenance of her her oh, buy yeah. is, was really good. So uh, I got a uh, from Strawberry Shortcake uh, from the 80s, <clears throat> the peculiar purple pie man, the villain, one of the two mm -hmm. villains. I got him in box. Uh, but the guy who and the guy who sold it to me, like pristine condition box, he said that it was. Uh, a factory box never sent to retail and he bought it from an estate sale from a former VP at Kenner Toys. So wow. it had never been to store. It had been in storage since the 80s. Like the boxes it's never had stickers on it. It was never in a store. So the nice. box is like pristine. Um, it's beautiful. It's never coming out of a box and I need to find some sort of like protective shell for it so it doesn't dent. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really I and I that was one of the ones where I thought about it and I wandered around for a bit. And then at the end of the day, we went back and we happened to walk by it again. And I was like, OK, well, let's see if he'll go down in a price, which he didn't that much, a little bit. Um, but I, I it wasn't what I was set out to buy. But that's one of right. the things I bought. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, um, a, a good time was had by both of us. I think that the most interesting table we ran into was there was a guy. Were they actually from Argentina, Jen, or yeah. did they just have toys from there? Uh, that, no, he, I, he was he was actually from Argentina. The guy uh, okay. I was speaking with was from Argentina. Yeah. Okay, so the if if you're if you're really into toy collecting, you probably know uh, the story about. Uh, after Masters of the Universe ended in North America, like the original toy line, there was a factory in Argentina that still had the like had all the molds and stuff. And when faced with, well, this is like stick them in the microwave. 
No. Okay. <laughs> nice callback. But I'm Excuse me. Basically, uh, they when faced with one of their biggest money makers no longer being a line, uh, this factor went. Well, we've got the molds. A lot of the parts are interchangeable. Screw it. We'll just make our own He-Man line. <laughs> so they did. Like they would swap. Like it would. You would get like. He-Man with green hair and like uh like a goatee and Jitsu's armor and suddenly he was a brand new character and they did this for a while before Mattel went ah, that's funny guys stop it now or you'll never get anything from us again so this guy's table was all like of these figures from the 80s that were in, done in Argentina so some of the, the paint colors are different and stuff like that and then he had a couple of these, like, extensions. <laughs> because I don't want to exactly call them bootlegs, but they um, kind of are <laughs> at the same time. He also had My Little Ponies there, and he told me they weren't bootlegs. Some well, of well, them, yeah, because he yeah, said they had the license from uh, whatever the... The manufacturer was at the time top something. I think he said I don't remember, but because yeah. they had he had like the the uh, the color booklet with the image of the pony and then the colors that they had to use. They had all the right dyes and molds and stuff. So there now there were some that they said he said were unique to Argentina, which I assume means bootleg. But for the most part, they were legit producing them for Argentina. Yeah, well, it was the same with the He-Man stuff. It was like legit produced there, and then mm-hmm. the line stopped, and they just kept going. So I yeah. imagine it was probably something similar with My Little Ponies as well. Is like maybe the line stopped, or maybe they lost the contract and just well, we've got all the materials. We'll just keep going until they yeah. tell us no. And I don't know about that part. <laughs> yeah, but it was really it was interesting a... to talk to, and I don't know if anything on his table was for sale because he was just telling me about like the history of it. So I didn't know I'm... if I was allowed to buy any of the bootlegs. But... I gotta say that they were. But, like, the pricing was, like, you didn't want to, like, come off like an idiot because it didn't really have decimals on any of the price tags. So oh, yeah. it was, like, is this a buck forty or is this, like, $142? You know, yeah. like, it was hard to tell. Yeah. Is this $330 or $3.30? <laughs> but, yeah, so we, we did that and... Uh, we we hit a lot of targets and hit a lot of WalMarts. As uh, and Ryan uh, th- was able to finish his gargoyles collection due to that. We also spent a day in in Chicago itself because uh, yep. this was outside of Chicago, and we went to the Art Institute of Chicago, which I highly recommend for yes. anybody. Uh, it was actually beautiful. I was a little upset because when I researched it, it said, you know, the average amount of time you spend there is two to three hours. And I was like, no, we didn't even see the whole thing. And we were there for three hours uh, and my feet were still killing me from the day before. So I, I had to call it at one point. <laughs> there are some uh, amazing, like all time classic paintings in that. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, did you did you see um, uh, American Gothic? No, we didn't. No, that's the, the only one we missed. Now, we didn't really go into the modern art stuff. Uh, I really, really needed to see the Impressionist art. And I spent a lot of time going through the Impressionist. They also had an uh, um, um, 
an exhibit on Caravaggio and I love Caravaggio. So we, I, they had two originals and then the rest were inspired like his contemporaries at the time. Um, we, <laughs> Brent really wanted to go see the suits of armor. So we went and spent some time looking at the armor and mm-hmm. the, the beautifully elaborately designed guns and stuff they had on exhibit there. I wanted to see the miniatures. So we spent some time in the miniatures. Um, but the impressionist paintings were just, oh my God, the Monet's, Mm. Uh, oh, they were so gorgeous. I wanted to spend like the whole day just staring at them. <laughs> so we ran out of time because uh, our feet were killing us and um, I didn't want to leave the impressionist section. Yeah. And we got a little bit lost. <laughs> it was big. Yeah, oh, it's huge. Yeah. 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 We spent a good couple of hours there, left and came back and spent another hour there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like the, the world's biggest like classical art fan by any stretch but there's something really I don't know how to describe it there's something awesome about like being in the presence of like Van Gogh's self portrait mm-hmm. oh it's like, like Van Gogh's bedroom I love that painting yeah because you we've seen these at like you know every college art sale in North America has the, those posters up for grabs kind of thing like they're they're all over the place and you see them on everything from pencil cases to like in tv shows and stuff like that but to see it like in person it just like hits differently Mm -hmm. yeah this is why i like going to these types of places because you know you see it mass produced everywhere and you don't think anything of it but like i'm gonna gush about monet again seeing his uh the water lilies oh they're so pretty mm-hmm, and you could mm-hmm. and they didn't like they had guards walking around but they didn't really have too many barriers so you could get really close like obviously you couldn't touch it they would ask you to step back if you got that close but um you were able to like immerse yourself in it um until it got busy and then you were like felt being you were being pushed around but uh yeah i want to go back <laughs> next time we go to the toy show uh i'll spend more time at the art gallery and i'll bring better shoes <laughs> mm-hmm. lessons oh. i've learned <laughs> And and now for your uh, public service announcement from Brent on the chance you are going to Chicago anytime soon. There is a sandwich place called Portillo's. Oh, yes, Portillo's. <laughs> it, they do uh, Italian beef sandwiches, which are good. Don't get me wrong. But you have to save room for the chocolate shake cake. It is a chocolate shake with a slice of chocolate cake blended into it like an actual piece of cake thrown in and blended into it this is the key to world peace (laughs) (laughs) it is one of the best things i've ever eaten and i was a a little offended at the fact that to like by myself because i got a large and i couldn't finish it he said this is going to be my homer in the sandwich for Simpsons reference. Uh, and I said, am I going to wake up in the middle of the night and find you like drinking this shake that's been sitting here? <laughs> I, I liked that place enough. Like this is the second time Jen and I have eaten there, but I liked it enough that, uh, what, two doors, three doors down from us when we got back <laughs> that night, somebody had had it delivered to their room. And then it, like it was sitting outside the door, and then when we went to go get breakfast the next morning, like it's still there, those 
bastards. <laughs> like it hadn't been touched. Right. Yeah. To the point where we walked by and Brent's like, if it's still there, I'm just going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he didn't. It was gone. <laughs> well, we did inform the front desk. not re- And like they did a wellness check just to make sure like everybody was okay. Yeah, because it had but, been sitting, it, it was sat there like overnight. Yeah. So oh, we were like, scary. we better make sure that the people, A, know that it's there. We thought, I thought that maybe it had been delivered to the wrong room. Like it was supposed to go to room 201 and they said delivered it to room 301 or whatever. Um, and because, you know, the delivery guys just drop it down, knock on the door and leave. They don't wait to see if somebody picks it up. Um, but yeah, they went and checked just to be on the safe side. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. And there were no flashing lights when we got back, so I assume everything was okay. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So, um, did you yeah. do the boat tour? No. So, uh, we have uh, friends who live in the uh, like that area. Okay. Um, and we were having dinner with them the night that we were the day that. Well, the night of the day that we were going to do the boat tour, our okay. last proper day in there. And we woke up kind of late and yeah. it was like, and we had experienced traffic problems getting back the night before. So it's like we could, but we'd be really stretching it, getting back. And they have a young son and stuff like that. So it's, you know, the, the, didn't want to like go like, hey, we're going to be two hours late because we're stuck in traffic. Right. So we just decided to like kind of do a tour of some of the more local like comic shops and stuff, toy stores and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. went to a a gaming store because because the first place we went to wasn't opened yet. <laughs> um, but the mm-hmm. uh, it was a very nice like tabletop gaming store. Oh yeah, like, for RPGs and like Warhammer and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then we got some lunch and hit a couple targets. We came back to this place um, that Ryan has probably seen. It's called Wax Packs. It's a toy store that was uh, featured on wrestler Ethan Page's Toy Hunt videos. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's really interesting because there's, there's stuff everywhere. Oh, it was so cool. Like it's It's a mess, but it's kind of like you can still see everything in the mess. It's like this weird juxtaposition of like kind of organized and completely not all at the same time. Like Jen found a Barbie that she wanted, but she had that. She asked them to get it because it was, um, what was the term used? Load bearing. Yeah. It was a load bearing Barbie. There was so much stuff piled on top of it that I was like, if I take this Barbie off the shelf, everything's going to crash down. So they had to like, Maneuver it and swap it out with a different Barbie so that I could get it. <laughs> and it's uh, where I picked up my NWO era Macho Man for the Macho Shrine that I'm slowly assembling. Nice. So yeah, um, cool. I, I I love that area. Like it, it's um, it's easy to get around in. Like even getting to and out of Chicago wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. especially like. The day we left, there was a huge protest going on um, for like a, about the Israel Hamas oh, yeah. conflict. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I should say peaceful too. Nobody was throwing bricks or anything, at least while we were there. 
Um, but like there, we like kind of drove through that to get home and stuff. And yeah, there's like, even with that, it was easy to get around the city. The only thing is, is like, I kind of didn't realize how big of a city Chicago is, which is like dumb of me because it's like, well, it's, you know, it's kind of like Toronto. Toronto is not small when you think about it. To like when you get into the nitty gritty, because I kept I wanted to go to Challengers Comics at some point, right. but it's on like the other side of the city from where we were. Right. So we we ended up going into a Graham Crackers, which eh, it's very much made me realize how much I like I like the store that I work at. Right. <laughs> well, it's like like okay, if anybody from Graham Crackers happens to be listening, here here you go. Um, we, we went to their downtown location and it's like, it's a nice store per se. Like it's kind of small because of where they are. Um, not much in the way of like back issues that I could really tell, but like, like, or wall books or anything, but that that might be just the clientele that they have. But the biggest thing I had as a guy who like works in a store myself, I came in, we came in from the art museum. I had a backpack on. And nobody said anything to me. Wow. Like, whereas, like, the first thing I do when I see somebody with a, like, especially, like, a a backpack of, shall we say, uh, size that you can put things in, Mm -hmm. is I I will say hello. Both as, like, a polite courtesy and as, like, hey, I I know you're here. Yeah. I see you. (laughs) I see you. And, like, this guy just, like, was basically bitching about how he should go back to college and you know maybe he's right (laughs) (laughs) their their prices were okay Mm -hmm. like nothing to really write home about but like and i will say like their new wall books they they had like everything which i don't know if that's good or bad but yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so i i i love that area love that city would happily go again um, it's one of those things that I'm like, I'd, I'd love for like to go with a bunch of people too, but, mm-hmm. but it's also nice to go with my wife on her anniversary. So. Yeah. But silly me keeps insisting that we go for our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go with that for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that city. Um, I've only been there the once when I went for the Star Trek convention and we spent a week after, the convention just exploring the town and i really really fell in love with it i thought it was fantastic yeah, yeah our thought was for the next time we go um we spend maybe a couple days where we where we stayed for the toy show and then spend the rest of the time like as in a hotel in chicago itself so that we can mm-hmm. get around a little bit more easily yeah yeah so that that might be the plan for next time but um i mean someplace with easy for... access to the l yeah, yeah. But we're probably not going to go for another two or three years. So got loads of time to figure that out. Yep. Um, on the way back, we did, uh, if you uh, happen to, to frequent their Instagram, uh, you will notice that Jen and I are featured on Sergeant Red's Instagram from a couple days ago because we went to yeah. their store, which has uh, lots of good stuff. Their prices are pretty 
standard across the board, I would say. Some are yeah. a little bit higher than I would have thought. Some are a bit lower. So, you know, a good mix of stuff. The staff there, uh, who is one of the owners that we saw, was doing a pretty good job, uh, considering she was also wrangling her kids at the same time. Yeah, the power went out, so they, she had to get her kids from school. <laughs> like early. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it, like, and it's just, like, there, it was a nice store in the fact that, like, packed to the gills with stuff, but you can easily find everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wasn't cluttered feeling. It's just they have a lot of stuff. Remember right. to look up and down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought a tick figure there. I, that, uh, what, I wasn't intending to get into that part of the line, but it is a tick, it is the tick wearing a hat and a t-shirt that says I love wheat <laughs> <laughs> from a particular episode of that cartoon. So Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that, that was our trip, basically. We did a lot of driving. A lot of driving. Uh, and a big thank you to Kevin for watching your cats. Your cats are still alive. Huzzah! They, they were very happy that we were home, but I know you took good care of them. I did. Because they had food. <laughs> they did. So we appreciate that. No problem. All right. Um. So uh, I guess we go into Loki now. Sure. Was that the um, end of it or is there more? Please. Oh, no, me. there's more. Oh, thank God. Yeah, there's more. Because <laughs> when that episode ended, I looked at Brent and went, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that was a cliffhanger ending. Yeah. yeah, that is the definition of cliffhanger. I was like, if this is the end, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> uh, so I guess we might as well say it right off the bat, uh, spoilers, spoilers to follow. Yes. For so we've been uh, warned. What episode was that? Four. Okay, so spoilers up to the end of episode four. Yeah. Um, so we've been tracking, like, <sighs> I don't know where to begin. To be honest, uh, yeah, th- there's so much stuff going on in the show that I, and so we did what episode one and two, the yeah. last episode of the podcast, yeah, I think yeah. three and so, four yeah. this time, yeah. So we've so, got, we've got uh, the variant of, of uh, Kang. What's his name? He who must not be named. Yeah, timely something or other. Richard timely. That's Victor timely. That sounds right. Victor timely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's back. Well, yeah, because we saw him briefly in season. When did we see him the first time? Was it at the end of Ant Man or was it? Uh, yes, Yes. end end of of Ant Man. Okay. Um. I like him. <laughs> I like Timely. So mm. see him, they go back to the 1800s Chicago. Uh, and I was like, we were just there, only it was much better. <laughs> <laughs> a little cleaner. A little cleaner. A little more modern. A little um, no serial hydros running around the, in like broad daylight. <laughs> yeah. Did not run into any members of the TVA, unfortunately. Um, Maybe next time. And we finally get Miss Minutes. <laughs> Yep. Yes, we did. Like a full-fledged character. Yeah. A psychotic character. Yeah. 
wanting her own body. That was an interesting little uh, character motivation twist. Yeah, that was that was interesting. How she's in love with uh, with he who remains. He who remains. Yeah. Um, and we get a little bit more backstory about him too, and how he's been using Ravona for a long time now. I guess that's in the next episode. But if I was understanding that part correctly, he's basically been using her and then warping and then erasing her brain and then using her and then erasing her brain and then using her and erasing her brain. Um, I love that they're finally like, yeah, screw that. We're taking over. (laughs) (laughs) No more of this crap. (laughs) In the episode four, when they show up in the the jail cell and take out all those, I guess what the TVA soldiers yeah. That were pretty much ready to turn and, you know, to the good side. And they just squish them in, the, in that little box torture chamber. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. that, that was a bit. Whew. That was the, I'm glad they didn't actually physically show that. Yeah. But sometimes it's worse just having it up to your imagination. But I'm and also hearing the squish. Show. Yeah. Yeah. So, what a way to go. Um, so I, I was mentioning this Jen, to Jen is at first I wasn't really sure of, uh, uh, what's his face's performance is timely. Mm-hmm. Like, because he made like, it, it's kind of like Vincent D'Onofrio in, um, in Daredevil is like, he made some very distinct choices of how he was going to portray this character mm-hmm. and stuck to them. Which, like, as an actor, like, like I can get why and how he was doing that. Like, I completely respect that. I just wasn't sure if I liked it. <laughs> but by the end, I like, I'm like, oh, I, I really like how he's fleshed this this character out. Yeah, and it he's so different from He Who Remains, who is so different from Kang, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Playing all these different versions of the same person is really quite a feat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think he's doing a great job. You know, I hope that... Well, um, yeah, he, I don't want to talk about talk. Let's job. not even talk about the crap that's going on in his personal Oh, no, I wasn't even talking about that. I just yeah, think, that, you know, he was because he became spaghetti. Yeah. That was... Uh, huh. Unexpected. Was like, well, yeah. yeah. Like... Okay, be careful. You know the time storm thingy, whatever, is stronger now. You gotta hurry. You gotta really run. You gotta really hurry. Okay, one step. Boom, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> I and don't then... know how much I trust Ouroboros. Really? Hmm. You know, he. Okay, so from the conversation in the last episode, he wrote the handbook that Timely got that timely wrote that gave that Ouroboros had that that he wrote to give to timely that timely had to give to Ouroboros. there's like this circle here yep. so if they were work if he was working on the same kind of thing that um that he who remains slash victor timely was working on maybe he's not all there is to be trusted either yeah. i just i'm not quite sure about him yet but well, he yeah, who he's... remains is different from timely because timely is a variant Mm-hmm. So, 
timely may never have grown up to, or grown up may never have aged into he who remains he would have been a completely different king so what he wrote is not necessarily what he who remains would have written or done no i i mean i, I get what you're saying but i get I, what you're saying i, too. I still don't know if i trust i trust him well he said that he worked with he who remain to build all that stuff and that's where he built the hand from. So yeah, I can totally understand your 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 thoughts on you know because he worked closely with he who who remains. So yeah. I keep wanting to almost say who's he who shall not be named. Yeah. yeah. But Obi is so cute. He is, <laughs> but uh don't want some, him to be a bad guy. He's adorable. <laughs> sometimes cute is uh Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, somebody brought up, and I don't know how much I agree with this, but it is an interesting thought. Because I I don't know how much it... Somebody brought up the idea that, like, maybe there's more going on with him because he has the imperfection of glasses. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. But, like, it points out that, like, nobody else in the TVA is, like... It, like he is the possibly with the the exception of maybe Mobius is the oldest get person that we've seen working for them. True. And why is that? You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't I mean, know about like they they seem to put like the the glasses thing like as like this is a sheer sign that like he's going to be evil and i'm like i don't know about that like yeah i don't know about that because there's the one woman that was part of the council who's rolling around in a chair in a a wheelchair wheelchair yeah exactly so and And she made a big point the big point about how um the one the the one woman whose name i can't whose designation i can't remember uh, the one that's working yeah 15 yeah how her argument brought her over yeah so Mm. Now, I will also throw it out there as well in the idea that um, from it, as lame and stereotypical as it may sound, is he is being presented as like the the nerd master of the TVA. We also know that like in real life, he, he is a bit of a martial artist, especially from his fight scenes from the everything everywhere all at once right and like he was a a fight choreographer on like the first x-men movie and a bunch of other stuff just as a like a way to get the point across like if he gets a fight scene do not be surprised if he like takes off those glasses to like dramatically and then kicks a whole whack of ass that would be (laughs) possible yeah like it, it, it may be just and like I'm pretty sure he just needs glasses. That's the other thing. Yeah. Is like him as a person. Maybe yeah. he can't wear contacts for whatever reason. Because like you ever you see him now like in real life everywhere, he's wearing glasses. So it's right. but uh now, I'm, you, I'm now much more enjoying the show than I did the first two episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't remember if we talked about this during the at the end of that first two episodes or not. Maybe uh um, so stop me if we did, or remind me if we did. Uh, do we think that the guy, the kid working at McDonald's that, that Sophie becomes friends with is Mobius? I think you mentioned that last time. Oh, I, I don't think I did. I think someone else might have. 
That's why I was. I, I wasn't sure. I remember hearing it or somewhere. No, someone bringing it. Wasn't up. me. No, I'm that's not a theory from, I'd ever heard. Yeah, from Kevin's reaction, it wasn't Kevin. So, uh, we'll, Jen, we'll just we say must that have just we, been hearing it. So we must watch the same video or video. read the same article or something. I thought that you mentioned it last time because um, I thought that that I didn't. Don't think that that's. I think that that I don't think that's a real theory. Like I don't think that's actually what's happened. Yeah. Although they Sylvie does keep saying, "How come you're not checking who you are on the timeline?" So I guess it is possible. And it was back in the like, in time too, because when they she in landed, the it did, wasn't it the eighties or something there. So yeah. it time time wise, it might work. So I think it would be interesting, like, really interesting if it was, and if it turns out that the spot, you know, in in future episodes or in things that where they see them go back in time or into different timelines that we see different, you know, variants of him. I think we're supposed to see him actually working from one of the trailers. Did we not see him working as a jet ski salesman? (laughs) That wouldn't surprise me if he was a jet ski salesman. Yeah. I wonder if we'll bother to find, because he doesn't really care. Like he's doesn't, want to find out which i find very interesting yeah but i'm thinking you know, if the tva did just get destroyed at the end of the last episode did it you know like does that mean like they all get dispersed out into their out into the universe into the timelines or yeah, are they, they all well i can't see them all being wiped out no cause... yeah do they all get pushed back to their original timelines Don't know. Gotta tune yeah. in this week to find out. Yeah. I also want to mention when um, they turn off Miss Minutes. Oh, and she like yes. regresses through all that stuff. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Which became just a little digital clock there for a second. Yeah. yeah that's cool. <laughs> she is so creepy. Yeah. 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 And Tara Strong's doing a very good job with the voiceover yes. work on that. Yes, she is definitely. Well, she's she's great in everything you know that she gets cast in. Like she's a real, she's a professional. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a. It, it. I always find it interesting with her. I guess maybe it's because I know what her natural voice sounds like, but like it's like the Miss Minutes sounds recognizable, right? Like you can yeah. hear tinges of like some of her other characters in there, but it also sounds completely different at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. So, how many episodes are left? Uh, two or four. Hang on. Yeah, it's either six or eight total. Uh, yeah. I have the Wikipedia page up. There's two more episodes. Oh. Six total. So November 9th is the last one. Not just before the Marvel strip comes out. Yeah, which is good because if it had ended now, I would have been very mad. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's also disappointing because I want more. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this series. Yeah. I mean, I have to look up what all of the Marvel TV shows are, but this one has been pretty good. Oh, I saw a great meme today where it's like it showed a picture of Loki from like like either Thor or Avengers, and it's like, ah, uh, the character you hated, you know, the villain we hated the most, and then it's like that picture of him in his TVA of it is now the hero we all love the most. <coughs> yeah, he's 
his character's gone on quite a uh, transformation, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so quite the, the character arc, this version of Loki. That's the word. But even arc. the if you think about even the main the main MCU Loki had a very big character arc where by the time he was killed by Thanos, he had become more heroic. Mm -hmm. Like he was still looking out for, you know, he was still the god of mischief and wasn't to be trusted. But by the end of Thor Ragnarok, he was helping his brother and tried to help his people. And then at the beginning of of the of um, of the Avengers Endgame, not Endgame, um, Infinity War, you know, he tried to take out Thanos. Yeah, no, he's really gone from the villain to almost he's not really a hero yet but he's getting there he, he's yeah. on a redemption mm -hmm. arc for sure i just looked up all the names of all of the the marvel the mcu television series it feels like there's been more than this one two three <laughs> four five six seven eight nine nine wow not, that sounds about right starting with one so wandavision falcon yeah. and the winter soldier yep. loki what if Hawkeye, Moon yep. Knight, yep. Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Secret Invasion. Yep. And then yep. Loki Season 2. Feels like a lot more than that. <laughs> there was also the Werewolf by Night TV special and the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, true. No, this is just the TV television series. Series. Yeah. Because there was also, like, I skimmed over the... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Inhumans, the Netflix shows, right, and the Young Adult series that had Runaway right. and Dagger. So skipped over all those. Yeah, those are an <laughs> MCU, so they're, they're variants, they don't count. Yeah, they're variants. <laughs> um, I was talking with Other Ed on the weekend, and he said that he checked out the colorized Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. And that it's uh, really well done. Like, in color, it's, it's almost like watching a different show. Oh. I'd watch that it again. You pick out a bunch of new details from the costumes and stuff that you miss mm. when they're in black and white. And yeah. Yeah, that sometimes happens like that. Like, um, there's been a couple instances of that. Uh, Logan and uh, Mad Max Fear Road are the, the two biggest that I can think of where you can watch it in, like, black and white or watch it in color. Yeah. Mad Max Fear Road is um, is amazing to watch in black and white. Because the main version of it is so like saturated with color that like it it again it seems like a completely different film. Yeah, I can see that. So uh, the the quest through Lokiville continues. Um, it left with a a big cliffhanger last episode, so I guess uh, we'll we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I'm assuming the next couple episodes aren't just like black screens for two hours. <laughs> no, we just watch Miss Bennett's take take some time. Um, with that, it comes to the end of the episode, and two things that happen every episode, end of episode, as of late, are geek picks and Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to help us out, uh, Patreon.com. Sorry, just something came up on the Patreon screen that I'm like, what the fuck slash does that true mean? <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash true north nerds. 
Uh, We've been putting a little bit of extra content on there, mainly a show hosted by myself and uh, Alex uh, called Listen to This, which we'll get into a little bit more later on. Um, But uh, it's uh, it's a way of, uh, you know, three bucks a month gets you an extra show a month, also gets you uh, a shout out from us. And also helps out with like you know like general bills around the show. None of us are making a profit off of this. This is all uh, us like putting it right back in, paying for hosting and uh, various things of that nature when equipment fails and stuff like that. So uh, and our and our theme song because we pay a licensing fee to our to the Kirby Crackle who does our lovely theme song. Because, uh, you know, that's the right thing to do when you use music like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, thanks go out to Drew, Karina, Rhino Vision, uh, the aforementioned Alex, Team Woods, who uh, very nicely uh, has put together truenorthnerds.com for us. Nice little landing page where you can find all our various links to all our various stuff like Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And uh, also thanks go to Mike Hammond of Maple Printing, who does like lots of cool 3D printing stuff. And our good friend Rex. So... Uh, thank you all for uh, helping us out. It is very much appreciated. And it goes to Geek Picks. Who wants to go first? I do. I do. Okay, go you do. You it. do. So I have been listening to the podcast uh, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Yes, it is a D&D show um, made by a bunch of people that work at Rooster Teeth. Uh, they have done multiple, uh, at least two major campaigns and one little short one between campaigns, bringing making new characters for each each one. And I, they've been doing it for a couple of years now. I just recently decided to give it a shot. Jumped on. I I I didn't listen to their first campaign. I jumped on with the short the the mini campaign they did just to see what it was like, and I enjoyed it. So then I kept going, and I'm currently going through their second campaign, and it's just uh, it's fun to listen to. Like they're just they're having fun playing. They they do characters. They do voices for their characters. Uh, they do a lot of uh, post production for uh, other NPC characters and music and stuff like that. So it's very well done. The story is is fun and interesting. They have fun, and they they're not super serious with their D and D playthrough. They do have some house setups, like some house rules or some house uh, things. If they make a mistake, they and they figure it out later. Well, they're like, oh well, well that's how this works now. Okay, cool. We made the mistake the first time. It's over. It happened. Now going forward, we'll do it right. And. Uh, this the, this campaign that I'm listening to right now, uh, the way it's been written, it involves a lot of uh, almost like the, the well, not the universal monsters, but like those monsters. Like it has uh, like Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Dracula, the Mummy. They're all like more or less heads of state in this world, and reached a like a peace between all their different their different realms or their different uh, cities and their followers and. Well, one of them gets murdered, and our crew, or the cast of characters, have been accused of the murder, and so they're on a mission to find out what happened, to clear their names, and they keep, you know, the side getting sidetracked. And it's uh, the the characters they're playing as are very interesting. 
and uh, I've been enjoying it. It's been uh, my podcast that I've been listening to lately. So you should go check it out. Tales from the Stinky Dragon. <laughs> Very cool. Next. Uh, I'll go. Um, so I'm also going to talk about a podcast. Um, I've been on a kick of like Silver Age, mostly DC Comics lately. So I've been trying to find podcasts that talk about mostly obscure DC things. And um, I found a, a podcast called uh, Who's Who. Basically, it's the definitive podcast of the DC Universe. They are going through the old Who's Who books from 85, 86, one at a time, uh, and commenting on every character that is in them. Uh, the hosts of this show are Rob Kelly and the Irredeemable Shag. Um Shag Shag is an artist that I'm familiar with, surprisingly. He does a lot of like that retro 50s Disney stuff. You know, okay. like those like those Hawaiian shirts I have. Yeah. They're designed by Shag. Um, oh. that's his style. But they also they have their own whole podcast network where one of them loves Aquaman and the other one loves Firestorm. Uh, and that's led to them doing this Who's Who podcast. And uh yeah, it's just fun. I like listening. Two guys talk about characters like Bawana Beast and Kongorilla. Um, I just think it's fun. So if you're into some Silver Age DC Comics um, pre-crisis stuff, uh, that's what I've been listening to. Who's who? It's got a terrible theme song, but don't hold that against it. So it's funny you bring up who's who. I just was begged and boarding uh, like three issues of the Who's Who comic when I was going through a bunch of the two dollar comics on the at the store the other day. Oh yeah, fun. Yep. So that's what I've been listening to lately. All right, my turn. Your turn. Yep. Um, my geek pig is the uh, Chicago Toy Show. <laughs> I know we just <laughs> talked about it for a good chunk of time, but um, when we got since we've been back, I've been too busy uh reorganizing my toy display to really think about anything else to do um so yeah go to the chicago toy show if you have time if you're able it's the fourth weekend um of re- april july and october go to chicagotoyshow.com um bring a lot of cash <laughs> u.s cash and uh be prepared to walk from 8 a.m till 3 p.m so also wear comfy shoes. Uh, and no matter what you collect, they have everything there. So wow. they have modern stuff. They have ancient stuff. They had even a couple of older gentlemen with like the tin uh, cars and things like that. So like they have everything. So if you collect toys, you should go to this show. Very okay. cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a busy couple of days. Yeah, that's why I copped <laughs> out and did the toy show. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, going to say that one of the things that I have really been enjoying as of late is the um, the wrestling figures that Mattel have been putting out. I, I if you listen to the show enough, you know that I'm I haven't been hugely following the WWE product that much, but uh, Mattel put out a Mister Perfect action figure that I debated buying in the states. Because I was hoping we would get it up here and it would thus saving me a couple bucks. And sure enough, it showed up at Toys R Us on Friday. And it is 
pun sort of intended, perfect. It is the best representation of Mr. Perfect in action figures that I've ever seen. Of a guy that I really enjoyed his work. Um, he was a very good pro wrestler, and just his whole persona during that period was awesome. And it, this captures it. So, uh, Mr. Perfect is a WWE Elite Legends series. Can be found in Toys R Us because I believe it is a Target exclusive in the U.S. Cool. So that is. That for me, um, before we go, where can people find you guys? That's a good question. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I We are going to record another episode of Galaxy Class next week. We, uh, our, trivia, our trivia guru has been itching to do one more um, trivia show with us. So I think that might end this current run of, of Galaxy Class. But... Uh, uh, don't worry, we've got some other fun Star Trek things on the horizon. So, um, yeah, look for me over there and um, on a stage or a Santa chair near you. Fair enough. Ryan. <laughs> oh, you can find me here or you can find me uh, on episodes of Tales from the Collectiverse, where Ed Campbell and I talk about uh, collectibles and toys and all the stuff we bought and all the stuff we want to buy. Uh, next episode, we will be talking at one point about the latest Ghostbusters HasLab. Will I buy it? Probably not. Do I want it? Eh, kinda. Do I already have the things they're doing? Yes. So I don't really need them. But I'll talk <laughs> more about that in that episode. Uh, you can also find us on uh, the our Instagram, Tales from Collectorverse, and where we post pictures of the stuff we buy. Jen? Uh, well, other than here, you can find me um, on Instagram. I have two accounts. Uh, if you're interested in any of the toys that I collect, you can follow me on uh, at Dolls and Ponies. Um, or if you are into knitting or crocheting and want to see the adventures I have of going through my 10 pounds of yarn and slowly dyeing it different colors, um, you can follow me at uh, Mesembria underscore knits. Awesome. Uh, for me, this is my main thing, but as pre-mentioned in our Patreon, once a month I do a show called Listen to This. It's a music nerd-based show. Uh, the last episode we did was on compilations, and we're releasing the November episode a day early because it's all going to be based around uh, songs that were used in horror movies very well. So we're releasing it on uh, the on Halloween because that's where it fits. But that that is technically the November episode. And following that, uh, we're doing an episode in December about Christmas songs that don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, really enjoying doing the show. And if you would like to hear it, uh, three bucks a month gets you uh, that and helps us do the show. So there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, next episode. Uh, did we figure out that the Marvels might be on the table for the next episode? It may. Well, at least okay. for some of us. For some yep. of us. Okay. We'll figure it out. We always yes. do. Yep. So, and, and the end of Loki. Yeah. Yeah. What's and the it? end guess... of Star Trek Lower Decks? Yep. Oh. 
See, we haven't watched this season because this season's on Paramount Plus, right? It is. Yeah, that's why we haven't watched it yet. But uh, (laughs) we shall see. Um, Thank you very much for listening. And uh, hopefully we will... uh, here you got here. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried it again. Take two. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe that's why it's been so quiet at the store. It's to allow me to try and recuperate. <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening and a bomba stay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.